find out uh, some more views on this, and let's see if we go a little bit deep on this. We're joined by a former Scottish international course of Stillwater of, of Harbour, Wellington, and the Canes, and Gordon Simpson. Uh, Gordon, appreciate your time, mate. Uh, how are you feeling now with one sleep out? We've been hearing about Italy being a potential banana skin game for the All Blacks. I, I just still can't believe I live in a world where that's being referred to like that. Yeah, good afternoon, lads. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, mate. I um, oh, I think there's a lot of, uh, I guess, um, crap in the, uh, in the in the uh, media, if you like, because um, I, I really don't see Italy having much chance against uh, the All Blacks. Um, and I, I can only sort of rule two possibilities where Italy probably could get close to them is um, there's an English ref, which I do not like, um, any time, whether it's watching or when I used to play. Um, and secondly, obviously, the, the, dis- the discipline factor. Um, that, that's the only way I could see Italy actually getting within 20 points of uh, the All Blacks. Um, I know that uh, Italy, have, uh, under Kieran Crowley, have sort of, I guess, become a bit, of, a bit more sort of more rounded team, a bit more competitive. Um, they've certainly sort of sorted out their set piece and um, that's what Kieran's brought to the team, but they they also lost all six games of the Six Nations, uh, despite you know probably performing a little bit better. And um, I just don't think man for man they're, they're, they're going to compete with the All Blacks um, unless, like I mentioned before, those two other incidents <laughs> occur. Um, I, I can't see the uh, All Blacks not getting past these guys, you know, comfortably, um, especially running away with it near the end. Probably, you know, it might be competitive for the first 20, 30 minutes, but I I really do see the All Blacks with couple of uh, big players coming back into the fold, um, sort of taking control and sort of dominating Italy. Good on for you. You can go and say one of those uh, things was going to be a torrential rain, but there's no chance of that here in Lyon. <laughs> uh, mate, when you talk about man for man, uh, Shannon Frizzell back for the All Blacks, obviously played that barnstorm against the Springboks, and, and we just haven't seen him since with that injury picked up. What, do, what sort of difference do you reckon he can make to his forward pack, and how crucial is he? moving forward, presuming we do get past this, uh, as you say, this crap that's being talked about Italy? Yeah, I, I, I think, um, you know, we've, we've all known sort of Shannon Rizal had the uh, capability of, of being a, um, a top player in, in Test Rugby, and I think we all saw it in Super Rugby, but I really think this year uh, in that sort of Rugby Championship, you really saw the real Shannon Rizal, and um, I think he's been, he's been a massive loss in the first few games, especially probably that first game against the French. Um, I just think he's He's, a, he's an out-and-out top player in the world now, and especially in position. Um, and I think I think he's just come of age, really. Um, and I think he's, he's that kind of guy now. You you sort of throw in the team. I, I know Blackhead is over there too, and I, I kind of I kind of sort of um, find it hard to sort of um, I guess separate those two. But you can't put sort of two of them into one position. Um, but I certainly think Frizzell, with what he's done earlier in the year, deserves a spot, and he's 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 a key. Key sort of um, key player for the All Blacks, I think, moving forward. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think he's really come of age in the sort of the Test arena, and um, he's been sorely missed in those first few games. I know it seems like a lifetime ago ago now, but that French that French fixture, that, which was obviously the All Blacks' one and only really big hit out of this World Cup. What do you, what do they need to do from from that fixture? Moving forward to, I guess, as you say, the, the Irish quarter final, which is going to be probably the one we end up with. What, what do you reckon they took from that? Because obviously that was the last time they got put under the real acid and uh, that, between that and Ireland, it's going to be the, the two games really that are going to help decide and shape this World Cup for them. Yeah, well, we've still got to, we've still got to think about the Scottish, mate. I've still got the Scotland to beat the Irish in the next game, mate. So. Right. Apologies, <laughs> apologies. 
pool, that pool sort of still up in the air a bit, as far as I'm concerned. Um, <laughs> no, so, no, listen, um, yeah, no, moving on to the, if, if by chance um, we do meet the uh, Irish in the quarterfinal, going back to that French game, um, I think it was just sort of um, basic errors that let down the, the AVs. Um, they certainly mentioned that they, they probably didn't acclimatise to the heat as well. Um, and, you know, I think they've just got to learn from those, those basics um, and, um, and I guess play the team, play against the team that um, they're, they're opposing. Um, I'm not sure whether they just stuck to their, their sort of a game plan that they'd probably be playing uh, earlier in the year. Um, sometimes you've got to sort of, you know, fine-tune a few little points, as well as playing your own game, you've got to fine-tune a few little points against the opposition you're playing. I mean, we look at South Africa, who, you know, has got, um, whatever they have, 12 forwards um, coming, you know, playing each game. Um, so um, I think there's an element of that. But I think I don't think there's too much to panic about in that French game. Um, it was probably just some basic errors, a little bit of rustiness. Um, and, you know, having a few of those key players not in that pack, maybe there was a few combinations that yeah. just didn't sort of uh, work well enough. And um, I think when you're bringing back some guys in this game, like Shannon Frizzell, Geordie Barrett's obviously been a hurricane, big fan of his. Um, but... You know, he's obviously been playing well, and and, and it'd be good to have him back in the in the pack. And another guy is Terrell Omax. I think we really miss him in, uh, up front. Um, and then you've got the key one, Sam Kane. You know, um, experience is key, mate. And you know, you, you look at uh, you go back to that 2011 where we we had a, uh, a few teams that dropped out, and we brought back an experienced ten. And you know, look what happened then. So, um, so yeah, you know, the experience is key too. And Sam Kane's a massive part of that All Black structure. Well, I'm really interested in how the game is played, not the result. I think the result is uh, is a foregone conclusion to everyone in this conversation here. But as far as how they play, Gordon, given that this is the last game against recognised opposition before going into what will be a big quarterfinal, do they need to play the style that they want to play the quarterfinal at or do they need to do uh, just go for broke and play uh, a more ad-lib footy here to pile up the points? Because those bonus points that producer Brad's been uh, hammering into us all uh, week about this is they really need to get all the bonus <laughs> points to make sure there's no chance of French skullduggery down the line. I don't know if they want to play expansive when they get to the big end, the big end games. And if that's the case, are they kind of wasting an opportunity to get their less expansive, slightly less entertaining game plan right? Yeah, listen, I think at the end of the day, you know, the first thing they want to put in that column is a W. Um, so they want to they want to do that. So, um, and I think I think they just like you, like, like you might have mentioned, you just you just play the game. Um, that they've got a structure of how they're going to play this game. They've got the opposition. They know how they're going to play that, and they just they just work to that. Um, but yeah, listen, yeah, bonus points were all great and stuff like that. But I, I really do think that the All Blacks have just got to just got to sort of I guess as 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 we used to call it, head down, ass up, and, and go for it basically, and and sort of don't let don't let the Italians play or get any kind of confidence. Just um, and I, I really can't see the Italians actually competing in. I can't see them competing in any areas against the All Blacks. Um, maybe that's been a, a bit big-headed of me, um, but I, I can't see them actually um, them competing. I really, I really can't. Um, listen, they'll they'll probably hold their own, but I, don't, I just really think that man for man um, and the talent we have in that All Black team, guys coming back, um, we'll um, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 put up some points. And like I said before, I don't think it's going to be any. I don't think Italy will get within 20 points. Now, Colin, before we let you go, obviously your favourite pool at this World Cup is, is, of course, the pool of death where Scotland are going to get out of it somehow, some way. 
uh, is this just going to be on the back of Finn Russell, or, or how else? How else do you reckon they'd have seen a chink in Ireland uh, and and how they play the game? Yeah, um, well, you know, I think I think with the Irish team, it's they've got such a such a sort of uh, rush defence that. I think teams are sort of cottoned on to the Irish a little bit, so it, but it's the, the, the fact you've, you've got to get around that that that, uh, that rush defence. So how they do that, um, I'm a long time retired, so I wouldn't have a clue. That's for the brains within the obviously the um, the, the management. Um, but listen, you know the, Scotland had some opportunities, and we, we're going a little bit back now for them to the Six Nations. But Scotland had a few opportunities to beat them in the Six Nations and didn't take them. I guess like any of those crunch games like that, and I, I know that South Africa had them against South Africa. So against that island is that um, when you get those opportunities, you've just you've got to nail them, especially in those really tight crunch games. So you know Scotland gets some opportunities; they've just got to they've got to follow through and take them. And um, you know I think like anything, if, if if these two teams together, like I guess Ireland and Scotland, you know, with five or six minutes to go, very close, anyone's game. So you put yourself in that position, and um, you know I guess Scotland have got going into that game with nothing to lose. You know obviously they've 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 got to win to have any chance of qualifying for that for that um, quarterfinal stage. So they'll they'll go out there, and um, Ireland, you know, they'll want to they'll want to top the pool. So there'll be there'll be a there'll be a bit of pressure on them. So, and as you're well aware, um, pressure does some funny things to you in, in, in key key moments. So, um, yeah, we'll just wait Sunday week and see see uh, see how that all uh, takes place. Doesn't like an English ref uh, and thinks Ireland are in for a bit of a uh, shark. Shot, short shark shot in the uh, World Cup here. I think I think you and Beeb just became best friends. Uh, Gordon Simpson, uh, really appreciate <laughs> really appreciate your time and your insight. Enjoy the game this weekend. It should be an absolute cracker. No, nah, appreciate it, guys. Have have a good one.